when prices are going up and inventory is going down, a lot of people are very happy, but some, but there aren't as many houses to go around for all those agents out there. The good news about if, if prices do slow, like what the Easy Knock guy says, and inventory does go up a little bit, it's gonna be more of an opportunity for all of you to find a deal. So sharpen your knives right now, get your tools ready so you can go out there and get the deals. do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents in our industry hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast is the answer. I'm Pat Hyman and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchastegui. I am coming back to you for another State of the Market. We are in today, I'm recording this on August 26th. And you know, my week has been a little bit different since the last time I recorded. Me and my family have started on a cross-country RV trip. I've been talking to a lot of you guys on social media as we have been making this journey. So we started in Austin and we went up through Oklahoma and over into Missouri and Iowa. And right now I am in Omaha, Nebraska. And later in the week, we will be in South Dakota. So today, I'm actually recording this at, in Jeff Cohn's office up in Omaha, Nebraska. He has been a guest a couple times on the show at his new KW Elite Training Center up here. And it has been really cool to see Omaha. You know, one of the state of the markets that I want to start with, which is non-real estate related, but something that I have been experiencing and I wanted to share is it's been really wild to start to go into different cities and different states and see how different everyone's life is right now. And what I mean by that is when I was in Austin, the news, the news in Austin was pretty grim. We've been going through a lot of coronavirus stuff, a lot of coronavirus regulations, and everything is closed and people have to wear masks outside and people are very worried about what's going on. And the news that I was seeing in Austin was that everyone was feeling like that everywhere. Now we've seen real estate sales have been awesome and we'll talk about that a little bit today. But as we went into different states, what we saw was what was on the news wasn't necessarily true. You know, something that's part of the news that maybe uh, people aren't hearing everywhere is there are a lot of kids right now that are back at school, that are back at school in a classroom. Some of those kids are required to wear masks. Other kids are not required to wear masks. It depends on the city and where you are. I've heard that in North Atlanta, kids are back at school. In Southern parts of Atlanta, they're not. So the, in Missouri, kids are back at school. In Omaha, Nebraska, kids are back at school. That's important. It's important to know that in different places, life is going on differently because as we're trying to figure out what's going to happen in your own market, uh, you know, it's important to know what's going on throughout the country because it helps us stay centered and focused on some of the bigger stuff that could be happening. We were amazed when we went into Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I tell you what, in Tulsa right now, if you're one of our listeners from Tulsa, you know what I'm talking about. There's like no pandemic happening in Tulsa right now. We went out to eat. It was not a big deal. We went out to a very cool park called The Gathering, and there were you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids and families out there talking, and people were shaking hands and meeting people and you know, having fun, and that was not stuff that we were seeing in Austin. So as you listen to this, I just wanted to tell you that the, you know, that the world out there is different in every city and different in every state, and the good, happy news out there is not making it on all of the news. So if you're in one of those places where it is very strict right now and it feels hopeless or it feels like you know, life might not be getting back to normal sometime soon. There are places out there where life is normal. 
where people's new normal is the same as normal was back in January or February. And that's been very exciting for me to see. And so we'll continue to share more of that on my journey as I record some of these state of the markets on the road. And I've had a few of you guys reach out to me that I might even try to record one of these state of the market interviews with you live as I come to your city. Rockstar Nation, this is Aaron Amuchastegui. Hey, I hate to interrupt the current podcast that you're listening to, but I am so excited to share this with you. I just finished interviewing the original host of this podcast, my good friend, Pat Hyben. Yeah, I got to talk to Pat about how he started his real estate career and a whole bunch of tips and tactics that he used to be successful. So if you haven't listened to it yet, go check out State of the Market number 49. On there, I get to talk to Pat about all those different things. You know, and in there too, he talked a lot about his six steps for seven figures book and training program that he built over the last couple years. And I realized I haven't done a good enough job of reminding all of you lately about all of the resources that we built for you out there. So if you want to check out Pat's course, we've got like a three minute summary video when you go to it. It includes so many easy to follow tips that you can follow on it like a day to day basis. You can email reminders, all sorts of different things that come with that course. If you find that, you go to rebusuniversity.com, R-E-B-U-S, rebusuniversity.com. Look at courses. You can find the six steps for seven figures book. And really, there's a whole bunch of other courses in there too. Our normal prices used to be $1,500 or $2,000 a course. These are real deal professional courses. But now uh, during quarantine, a lot of them are priced down like 90 bucks, 95 bucks. So we've slashed the prices because we know right now is a time for everybody to be focusing on growth and education, especially while they're feeling like they don't have as much to do. And if you go in there and you figure like, like there's a lot of different courses you want, maybe you don't want to buy the a la carte. You can go to futureofrealestatetraining.com and you can get access to all of our different courses for 97 bucks a month. I think there's a discount on there if you go a year or there's even like a lifetime option that you can pay. You get access to every course we've ever put on Rebus University for as long as we have it. So go check out those options, Rebus University or futureofrealestatetraining.com. All right, back to your podcast. Sorry for the interruption. So let's jump right into the news. So last week I talked about an article on Politico and that article said, hey, uh, you know, FHA foreclosures are going to have a moratorium extended through end of the year. Now, when I talked about that last week, there was only one company that, that one news source that had that and that was Politico. And Politico said you know, a major person in the White House told them that. Well, there's a new article that came out today and this is from Bloomberg and, the, and they're saying it's something totally opposite. It says Trump's executive order on evictions likely won't prevent any evictions or any foreclosures. This is a promised action on behalf of renters uh, you know, that were vulnerable to the federal moratorium or evictions and foreclosures first passed by Congress under the CARES Act. And, you know, and it said Saturday's executive order doesn't renew the federal moratorium on evictions. It doesn't authorize any new action on evictions or foreclosures at all. It just tells the leaders of agencies to try and to look for existing options. So I guess I just wanted to put that article out there to say right now there are still a lot of things happening and news sources put the headlines out as if they are certain. And what I would like to say right now is right now, no one is certain if there are going to be any more foreclosure moratoriums extended. And so right now they're set to expire in five days. So foreclosure moratoriums are set to expire in five days. There are foreclosure auctions scheduled on September 1st in Texas. The number of postings hasn't gone up yet. So we're going to see if after that moratorium expires, if a lot of people will start posting again. But I do know that everyone should, should hear there are record numbers of investors out attending these foreclosure auctions 
in Texas. So there was a concern in the news of will foreclosure sales be valid if people aren't going out there or if there's restrictions to only 10 people. I tell you what, in California and in Texas and in Nevada and the places where we have people reporting just the numbers, there are record numbers of people attending foreclosure auctions. And so one of the things that we actually you know, provided a letter and we're sending it out to some of the, the Congress people in Texas is to try to explain what a lot of people don't know when it comes to foreclosure extensions is most of the people getting foreclosed on right now actually have equity in their house. That also means when that house sells, if they owe $100,000 on their house, there's a very high demand. Investors are paying more than they ever have for stuff. They might, that house might actually sell an auction for 120000 that extra money after the lender fee goes to the person that used to own it. So if they owe 100 and they've got lender's fees on it and it sells for 120 at auction, they're going to get a check for $15,000. Now, in a lot of cases, they have to go re- request that from their lender, but they're entitled to that overage amount. They're entitled to that amount. But the longer they postpone the foreclosure moratorium, the smaller that overage amount gets. So postponing foreclosures actually hurts borrowers in the sense that right now they have equity. If the foreclosure happens today, they will get a check for that amount. And if it continues to get extended, they won't. So that's one of the things that we wanted to point out so much. And there's also, especially when it's vacant abandoned housing that people have moved out of a long time ago by postponing that foreclosure, it's not helping anyone. So that is an opinion part of the news. But the, what, the reason I wanted to share that with you is the news part is that they are, there are talks about whether or not they should be extending or not. And that was a letter that we sent out uh, to some of the people that make decisions in Texas, because we thought it was important for them to realize that sometimes when people get foreclosed on, they also actually get paid. And I think a lot of people don't understand. They get paid the difference between what it sells for and what they owed. And every month that it gets extended, that goes down a little bit. So that was a Bloomberg article. Again, Trump's executive order on evictions likely won't prevent any evictions. We will see if any new laws happen for right now. So far, there has not. All right, another one. This is a new kind of uh, thing that's out there. There's a company called Easy Knock. So Easy Knock is they're going through and they're, they're marketing to people about selling their house. This is an article in Inman, a technology article. It says, Easy Knock CEO predicts lasting pandemic-induced slump to hit this fall. So many U.S. regions are experiencing a surging real estate market, but Jared Kessler believes it will be short-lived and the market could start to slow as early as October. So, the, so let's dig into this article a little bit. So he said, the founder and CEO of home leaseback company Easy Knock thinks the current boom times in the housing market are just temporary and the coronavirus pandemic may ultimately spell years of trouble for real estate. That's something that a lot of people have been concerned about since it started, but the market has been performing so strong, it's hard to see that. And when I look out in Omaha, Nebraska right now, in Omaha, it does not look like there's any pandemic. It looks like business as usual. Uh, we went into a restaurant for the first time and no one was wearing masks there was no rules there was no sanitizer we just got to sit and have dinner with other people it was it was really a crazy experience so who knows how the real estate market will you know treat people in omaha so but kessler made the comments while speaking with inman to discuss the near future of real estate as well as their fundraising success easy knock announced this month that it raised an additional five million dollars as part of a series b funding round that came from you know financial tech so there's a lot of different real estate tech companies you know i can't believe that easy knock has raised over 215 million in debt equity financing with all of these different people going out there. But one of the things that they're seeing right now is there's a high demand of trying to get people to sell uh, their house direct before actually going to an agent. Uh, but that CEO, they have a lot of fun- funding. They're doing a lot of research and they're actually predicting that the market could start to slow in just the next couple months. The, you know, and why would I give you an, an opinion piece on just somebody that owns a technology company? I think 
really because they've raised a lot of money and they have some of their own research teams. We used to tell people to invest in homes where Home Depot went. So back in the early 2000s, once Home Depot went into a town, they had a belief that that town was, that town was about to hit a big building boom. So sometimes you can follow the trends of other companies as you make yours. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on research. You can chase companies that are spending that money on research. Hey, Real Estate Rockstars listeners, I am sorry to interrupt again, but I want to do a quick commercial break, but this commercial break is different. This is stuff that I think you need, and this is me talking to you about some of the stuff that we had. So, you know, recently we had a lot of people reach out to us and say, hey, why don't you do a real estate mastermind? Why don't you do something where a lot of the listeners can get together and do some Zoom calls and ask each other questions and really just try to brainstorm and work together? I mean, there's a million masterminds out there. I don't know if this is something that we really want to do or not, or if we do, if we're going to limit it to maybe 20 or 30 people. We're just trying to figure out if any of you guys are interested. So if you have any interest at all in joining a mastermind with real estate agents around the country that are part of the Real Estate Rockstars Network, go to hybendigital.com forward slash mastermind and just join the wait list. It's just a really a formal, it's just an interest list for us to see, is this something we want to be doing? So that's, that's number one. Number two, you go to hybendigital.com forward slash foreclosures. We have a two day thing that we just finished recording. Now it's also inside Rebus University. And so you can go to Rebus University and look at it. If you're already a member of Rebus, I mean, a lot of you guys are in the, you know, the monthly fee where you get access to everything. So we have a new courses in there, 17 hours of content on how to buy foreclosures on how to find deals on how to you know do title you know go to auction also turn that into clients for your real estate agents how you can turn somebody that's in default behind on their mortgages into a client so go you know check out that course especially for you know you can you can buy the course now but again most of you guys already subscribed to all that I just wanted you to know there's another 17 hours of content great great content that I just recorded on there uh, that all of you guys have access to now at Rebus University and then finally we have software that we talk about on and off it's called Padhawk, and in Padhawk, you can use that to go find leads. What you know, so everyone is really, really busy right now, and we're so, so busy. People are selling, and they're saying there isn't enough product on the market, right? So they're, they're they can't find houses. Well, Padhawk will help you find houses before they're listed. It helps you find owners that should be listing their properties or people that might want to get there. I recorded a quick video. It's like six or seven minutes long for you guys to look at, real estate agent specific on what how you can use the software in order to do it. So let's go to hybendigital.com forward slash leads. Again, there's a video in there. I talk about how you can use the software to do it. Check it out. If it's something that you like, you may want to sign up for it. 99 bucks a month, but nationwide, any city out there, and it is a great way to find houses. So right now, people are saying there's lots of buyers, but we can't find enough houses. Well, maybe you can use this software. You'll find something that hasn't listed yet and make them an offer on their house. All right, back to your regularly scheduled program. Thank you for letting me interrupt you with that break. Here's an article from Inman. It said, this is the only city where home prices declined in the second quarter. So that's kind of interesting, right? So home prices have been going up anywhere. Would any of you guess where it is? So we talked a little bit about this last week. Home prices in the U.S. spiked 5.4% year over year in the second quarter. They increased in every single U.S. city except San Francisco. That's a baffling thing to me. So prices increase in every single U.S. city except San Francisco. We talked about that last week, the exodus from the city for a variety of reasons. You know, it's from you know, tech being able to work from home now, from people realizing that living in a city isn't fun during pandemic times. 
and you know, and a lot of different policies that were happening inside the city. So I don't have to get into the opinions of why that's happening, but there is an absolute fact right there. There, prices increase in every single U.S. city except for San Francisco. Last week I shared the statistic that inventory has actually doubled in the last year in San Francisco. More people trying to sell there than trying to buy there. All right. Similar article says it became more difficult to buy a house in these cities in June, but for different reasons. And now it says as prices continue to skyrocket, home buying power is diminishing in the majority of the nation's cities. So home buying power means the prices go up faster than people's income or interest rates or things like that. So it says, where is affordability declining the most year over year? So it says in New York City, real house prices, a measure of single family prices throughout the U.S., adjusted for impact of income and interest rate changes, increased by 29.2%, while house buying power declined by 16.8%. So if you live in, in New York, buying power you know, went down by 16.8%. Even though nominal house price appreciation in New York City was less than in some other cities, the big drop in house buying power saw the greatest annual decrease in affordability. So that meant prices went up in New York, but incomes did not go up to match that. And so less people can afford a house in New York that live in New York than could previously. And affordability is a big thing. If you want to see all of your statistics on here, go to Inman, check out the article it's in, in markets and economy today, it became more difficult to buy a house. And as you look at it, you can see a lot of different places. So the, you know, so Austin, Texas is 10% less affordable than it was, you know, San Antonio, 9% less affordable than it was Sacramento, California, places that are more affordable than they were, this is kind of baffling to I me. Mean, the most, you know, the, where affordability is declining the most, Las Vegas, Nevada, you know, had is the is the most affordable on that on that drop. So go check out that chart. Really interesting statistics out there. All right, here's some good news out there in the real estate front. New single family home sales show housing had a blockbuster month. New single family home sales climbed 36.3% year over year, according to data released by the U.S. Census Bureau. Sales of new single family homes popped in July. Now, everyone has said July has hit absolute records. You know, one of my one of my business partners, David Osborne, he has a bunch of Keller Williams offices, and on a podcast recently, he said in May, May and June, uh, they had saw you know declines, and then July was like their biggest July ever. So everyone has seen that. So here is new home sales are no different. Sales of new single family homes popped in July, climbing 36.3% year over year and 13.9% month over month. The median sales price of new homes sold in July clocked in at 330,000, while inventory represented a four-month supply. This new home sales data completes a blockbuster month for the American housing market. As they said, keen buying interest and tightening supply have ensured that housing market has rebounded stronger. So one of the things that happens, so new home sales are sold before they're finished. So they're sold before their true inventory for the most part. Now, they aren't marked as sold, but people go in and buy them while they're just getting built. The reason people pay attention so much to new home sales is if there's not as much stuff on the market, that's when new home sales flourish. When, when demand is high and supply goes down, new home sales are out there. So right now we've been told in so many markets, except for San Francisco, the inventory is down. There aren't many houses available on the market. And so as that happens, people get pushed into new homes. And so what's nice is the ones that actually you know, get into contract in July. They won't close until August or September. So the new home sales are strong right now in July. We'll see how they you know, continue over the next few months. So the, here is uh, an article. Next one is back to Bloomberg. We've talked a lot about Prashant's uh, Gopal's articles in the last, over the last few months, but the, it just says urban exiles are fueling a suburban housing boom across the U S. So the last couple of weeks we talked about people leaving the cities and here's the article that just says, 
you know, that it's that in some of those suburbs you're seeing huge changes. Home builder Jimmy Provetti sales haven't been this strong since the last decade's housing boom. So since 2005, his home turf, the Inland Empire, 45 miles densely from densely populated Los Angeles, is at the center of a suburban land rush. People are moving to the suburbs, armed with the lowest mortgage rates in history, and wanting to get away from the urban centers. They are settling in. And so you see this chart on here of existing single-family homes in the Inland Empire, their sales, the median price. And so the median price there is going up like crazy. So 20, January 2019 is 354,000. Today, 420,000. So that's like a 25% increase in the median price there over the last 18 months. That is huge. And if you look at the chart too, it's just, it, it hasn't really gotten steeper uh, since the beginning of the year, but the, but the la- but from April to, in April it was 390 and now it's 420. So it did go up almost 10% in a three month period. They've got, you know, April through July on there. All right, down to our last article. The, I guess that was my last one, but when I searched real estate inventory, there are so many things in Google out there right now, so many articles across the country. And so you see this everywhere. And we talked about July being crazy. We see a headline that says, pandemic, lack of inventory brings bidding wars to, to the valley. Uh, low inventory helps drive up Bakersfield home prices. Real estate market makes comeback in July, thanks to the demand in Portland, Oregon. Home selling fast in Northeast Ohio because of low inventory and high demand. These are all articles that came out in the last day. It's a feeding frenzy. Palm Springs real estate inventory, historic low. Report shows record increase in San Francisco real estate. Now, that's the only one that went in the, the wrong direction where now they have an increase in available stuff. Housing market strengthens amid tightening inventory, and that one is in Kansas. Humboldt County real estate, prices soar as inventory dries up. What does that tell you? The, I mean, there's a lot that that tells you that is stuff that everybody's been talking about. Agents, right now, the it is tougher to be an agent, though. So many of our agents, many of the people who get on the podcast are absolutely crushing it. But I want you guys to know, I also know that when demand goes down, when inventory goes down, prices go up. That means less houses are selling. And most of our listeners out there aren't doing 100 transactions a year or 50. You guys are trying to do five or 10 or 20. And I know in this tightening market, sometimes it can get a little overwhelming because when there's less inventory, it's much harder to get that deal and you need that one or two deals. So what I would say is right now as summer is ending, right? We're going into these areas where some people are saying, hey, the market is about to be a lot more difficult. The best thing about the market when it gets difficult though is your old fashioned hard work and going out there and working hard for your clients. That's when it pays off the most. During really strong markets, everybody looks brilliant. Everybody looks great. And it seems like it doesn't matter if you're putting in the extra effort or not that the, that someone else is getting your listing instead. You know, people weren't interviewing multiple people. They were just hiring the first person they talked to. So get on your game and go out there and try to get more deals. If you need help trying to find ways to get deals, we have a huge uh, resource page that we put on the hybendigital.com website. So go to hybendigital.com, click like resources. We've got a bunch of affiliates. Now, these are like paid ads too. These are people that we've tested, but the, the this is an advertisement on there. Those are people that are trying to help people buy houses in one way. It's how to go, you know, find your own leads, how to use some of our software to go find your own leads. But go check some of that stuff out. And even if it's not going to be ours, look at other stuff. We still have record you know, low pricing right now for Rebus University if you're trying to learn how to you know, get a listing. You know, right now, if it's hard to get listings, maybe it's worth going and taking a look at some of our classes out there. But if you aren't going to up your game by going to any of our resources or Hybin Digital Agents, what I'm telling you right now is go up your game. 
Go find a place somewhere that you can go figure it out. Go find other agents in your office that you want to learn from. The, as the market gets tougher, as the market slows down, if there is price decreases, we're going to see inventory go back up. We're still going to have demand out there. And, those, and the people that are having a tough time getting three or five deals done a year, you guys are going to have that opportunity to come back out. So you know, there's pros and cons to a crushing market. When prices are going up and inventory is going down, a lot of people are very happy, but some, but there aren't as many houses to go around for all those agents out there. The good news about if, if prices do slow, like what the Easy Knock guy says, and inventory does go up a little bit, it's going to be more of an opportunity for all of you to find a deal. So sharpen your knives right now. Get your tools ready so you can go out there and get the deal. So that was our State of the Market Real Estate Update, August 26th, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger, yes, the one finger that points at people, and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on the million dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get. So please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.